and welcome back everybody to episode 400 this is part two uh so we won't do the standard intro um we're just gonna get into nibble bits so uh the biggest thing at least for me uh, and i don't know how much of this you watched or know about Corey, was the the uh google stadia announcement so we have had experience with this we both did project stream briefly um on the pc uh, playing assassin's creed odyssey uh, which was cool. I have a have a couple, couple different experiences with it, and I know you played a fair amount, right? A couple hours, yeah. anyway. Uh, well, I played the full six because I wanted the free game. <laughs> okay, yeah, I didn't end up getting it. I didn't have enough time in, which was unfortunate. Um, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey is on sale for I think it's twenty three dollars on Steam, and I'm really excited. Score. So play mine. Well, you could yeah. use, you could log into my Epic account. Is yours on Epic or you be uh, you play? Or, I'm sorry, yeah, you play. Oh, gotcha. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that first. I watched the entire Game Developers Conference uh, uh, presentation. It's going in our in our uh, stream right now on, on twitch.tv slash thumbstickathletes if you're ever interested in catching us live. We're usually live Thursday nights, though I think that might change uh, possibly to Wednesday night. Will is work started a new job. Um and he's working different nights now. So it might be Wednesday night instead of Thursday night, but I'll keep everyone posted. Um, so yeah, the Stadia is is their their streaming thing, is, is, what, the, is what the platform is called. Uh, it's going to launch later this year. Not a lot of details on it yet. The biggest questions I had for the whole thing uh, were not answered, so we'll, we'll talk about that. Uh, so it makes use of streaming technology to make high-quality video games playable on a variety of devices, which I thought was interesting. Primarily a Chrome browser, but also... Uh, you can do phones. They specifically mentioned the Pixel phones. I don't know if that's just right off the bat or if that's going to change. Uh, and then uh, Chromecast, which I was baffled by. Like, uh, you can play video games on a Chromecast with, with Stadia, uh, which I think is awesome because you can get a Chromecast for, like, 30 bucks. So, yeah. boom, you're, you're gaming on your TV. Uh, it's not quite that simple. We'll get into it when we get there. Um, so the games on Stadia have YouTube integration and unique multiplayer features like state share and crowd play. Uh, these are interesting features. Uh, so one of the cool things that they that they talked about doing is that uh, people could send links and click on a link and boom, you're in a game in seconds. Uh, no loading, no downloading, no no nothing. Boom, you click on a link, boom, you're playing a game. Uh, and yeah, you had brought up Corey like that would be great for demos. Like if you could have. Uh, or maybe timed, like they give you two hours of, of a new game when it comes out. Uh, you bo- boom, you click on a link to play the game, uh, and boom, you get two you know two hours of of demo time for any game. I don't know how you feel about that, Corey. Yeah, and I had uh, jokingly said to you guys earlier today actually that I have a medical need for demos, and because of that, I'm going to sue from software because I didn't get to try the game before I bought it uh, because I booted up last night at midnight and immediately got motion sick um bad too the headache the sweats the the whole thing the the worst kind of it as someone who suffers from motion sickness in cars and stuff like that um and then i thought it might have been a fluke it was late i had an empty stomach but then i tried again probably about two hours ago and exact same issue right away um but I, I think we might talk a little bit more about Sekiro, so yeah. I won't I won't uh, go into that too much. But yeah, like I, I just think that's a really good reason for people to want to play a demo and people with like accessibility concerns too. Um, 
they would want to see what it's like too because that stuff's not ever really talked about in the marketing materials not really uh i mean it's it's a little more uh, talked about now because of xbox's new controller that they have for accessibility yeah Um, so it's it's a little more prevalent now than it used to be but you're right it's definitely something that's that's inhibiting for a lot of people uh even some games you know you just can't customize the way you'd like to you know to to use those accessibility features like Sekiro. i mean uh motion blur is one i would always turn off to help with motion sickness the head bob some of those games have that ridiculous head bob uh was it dishonored had that yeah yeah, some of the first person games have that oh my god that does a number on me too but uh yeah so supposedly it's going to work on, and, and this is big for me because I would love to be able to play games on my Chromebook. Uh, so I have a Chromebook that has the Google Play Store. So I put the Steam Link app on it, but it never works right. I always get the double mouse. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, Corey. No. Uh, so I have, it, it's the the mouse for the the operating system and that's the mouse for my computer, which is down here. So it's always it's always there. It's always like off too. Uh, so I was, I've never been able to get it to work correctly on my, on my Chromebook. Um, so being able to play, play games on my Chromebook is, is, is great. So, uh, but yeah, supposedly you'll be able to use all your own hardware, whether it's a Xbox controller, PlayStation controller, Nintendo switch pro controller, uh, keyboard and mouse, what have you. But they also did also, uh, announce their own controller. Uh, it looks a lot like a, a Xbox one controller, especially the new Xbox one S controller. The, the difference is the close-together thumbsticks, which I hate. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer offset thumbsticks, uh, but yep. the two far-away thumbsticks are okay, but the two close-together ones, like on the DualShock 4, I, I, I hate that. But yeah. um, it still looks like a solid controller. Um, you need to have the controller to be able to play on the Chromecast because the Chromecast doesn't have any way to connect your controller to it, and this controller doesn't connect to the device. It connects to Wi-Fi. So there's no it's, oh. that, that helps reduce input lag because um, it's just sending controller signals right through the Wi-Fi and right into the game rather than going through Bluetooth to your device yeah. and then going along with the stream. It's its own separate thing, which I thought was really interesting and very a very clever way. My first reaction was, oh, my gosh, that's going to lead to more input lag. But now that you're explaining it, it makes more sense because it's cutting uh, out the Bluetooth middleman. Yeah. And Bluetooth, I've never like I always have issues with Bluetooth. Same here. I have the only Bluetooth thing that I use consistently is I have a Bluetooth mouse that I use sometimes with my Chromebook. Yeah. Uh, But that that's it. Like, I, I don't I've never had luck with Bluetooth controllers. I've never had luck with any kind of bluetooth headphones or whatever yeah i feel like if you're more than like two feet away from (laughs) then it's just hit or miss yeah i don't know yeah um one of the big things they they pronounce uh or they they uh, you know really pumped up during the thing was input lag Uh because obviously input lag is a huge issue with games um so they they really made a, a point to mention that uh doom eternal will be coming to to stadia uh, and apparently it plays great, um, so very little, very little or no discernible input lag. Um, it'll be running sixty frames per second, four uh, K resolution too. When it when when the thing comes out, so people with four K TVs, you can game at sixty frames on a four K TV without needing a, a monster just, machine. Just make sure you don't have data caps. <laughs> da- <laughs> that's part of people's issues. A lot of uh, the internet specifically in the united states is not very good 
Um, I think, um, not to interrupt your train of thought, Dan, but when I tried the Project Stream for the first time and was reading through all their literature about it, it said uh, if you're if you have if you're able to get the highest quality video, which means your internet is the best, then you're going to be using about nine gigs an hour. And that was just for Project Stream. That wasn't 4K. So I have no idea what... I don't even think I got 60 frames with uh, Assassin's Creed on my wired desktop. Yeah. Um, I got. I definitely got 30 on my on my Chromebook. Um, but yeah, apparently they've improved it enough to improve the transfer, however it works. Uh, they've improved enough that they can do 4K, 60 frames per second, but you have to have at least 30, megs per, uh, 30 megabyte download speed. Wow. So, uh, I mean, we have well over that. I think our, ours is 100, 100 down. 10 up or 11 up or whatever it comes out yeah it's out to be um so there was that uh there but it, apparently it's gonna be a little scale too so uh it, apparently uh 8k is on its way they're gonna be able to do 8k 60 frames at some point and then uh 1080p and 4k at 120 frames eventually <laughs> so google fiber required yeah i don't know <laughs> Well, Google Fiber is not doing all that well right now. So I, yeah, it's funny because I had just googled Google Fiber today to see. Wow. Yeah. Just realized how like entrenched we are in the Google world. I googled Google Fiber. I didn't even <laughs> think about what I was saying when that came out. But yeah, um, you're right. It's not. And I know up here we don't have any options for our internet. We have Spectrum, and that's pretty much it. Unless it's, you want DSL. Yeah, DSL is our only other option, which is really slow uh some places have verizon fiber but mm-hmm. not many and mm-hmm. not where we live so um but the at and fiber is getting pretty big too is it does yeah. it have data caps i don't know because I, I just looked at their service map though and it's basically everywhere but the coasts but the east and west coasts oh really yeah weird especially not having the east coast with how heavily populated the, the northeast is specifically it's. I was thinking about it. It's probably just easier for them to, easier logistically for them to do whatever they need yeah, to set up the lines true. and. There's a lot of red tape in our state too. So. Yeah, there is. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, they're they uh, emphasize couch co-op as being a, a big thing. That's that's possible because a lot of the reason why couch co-op has gone away is because of hardware limitations, uh, but that's almost gone. Apparently, the standard. Uh, Stadia instance, I guess, is going to be twi- uh, more powerful than the Xbox One X and PS4 Pro combined. So take that for what you will. Who knows? Yeah, like I don't know what that means. Uh, only because, like, I just assume they're running whatever their um, processing unit is, just like the best of the best of the best. Why wouldn't they? I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, I mean the uh xbox one x uh as powerful it is as it is still doesn't compare to a uh monster oh no so i think i think that's what they're taking and taking into an effect into it gotcha um let's see any other details that i missed oh they started a first party studio too it's called oh i didn't get into oh so uh save state i talked about the links uh share states are like when you have a moment in the game and you want to capture that moment, you can share it easily through the internet. Uh, I think it's Google Assistant. You can use Google Assistant for all that stuff. Um, 
Okay, Google. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and there's another cool feature, uh, cooler feature that I'll talk about in a second. Um, but yeah, you could you could spread that on the internet and have people replay moments from your game. Uh, there's also crowd play. Um, they used a game of NBA 2K19 to explain it, and so you're playing a game of NBA 2K. You have a Twitch, or uh, not Twitch? I guess it wouldn't be Twitch. It would be uh, YouTube, YouTube gaming following uh watching you playing and you can open up the game for other for them to join you so they'll just click a link they'll join your game if the game is full they'll go into a wait list and as soon as their their time is up or their ability to go in the game is up then they can pop into the game and play with their favorite streamers and that that might be the most interesting thing about this whole uh google stadia thing and i we've seen some of those kind of games on twitch already uh, what was the one game where you, like your audience could vote on what would happen next in the game? Do you, do you remember what game I'm talking about? No, but there's a few of those games that have the the audience interact with the player, like uh, you know, voting on on having jump scares and like scary games, yeah, and that sort of stuff. Like there's, right. there's been some integration of that type of thing, but not like this. Mm-hmm. At least not that I'm aware of. Yeah, and that to, that uh, that right there clearly appeals to a certain demographic right like a very popular demographic because i I feel like a lot of the feedback on stadia is coming from hardcore gamers that are very skeptical and they're like why you know i'll just keep my xbox i'll keep my ball and pc like i i'm unsure about this um but i don't know as someone who's been doing cloud gaming since on live like 10 years ago i'm very excited for this and i know that there is an audience for this you're just not hearing from them because they probably don't even know about it right now yeah yeah uh and and like a lot of it too is people like not a lot of detail at least not a lot of details uh stuff that i would be interested in was explained during it yeah that's another i saw a lot of those questions pop up too uh another cool feature that you can use and they use shadow of the tomb raider to to talk about this if you get stuck in a part, you can immediately pull up a, a YouTube walkthrough. It'll pop up on your thing. It'll show you the right place where you are right there. Uh, it's going to use the that's the thing that's going to use the Google Assistant. So you ask the Google Assistant for help. It'll yeah bring up a YouTube video, play that exact part you're going through. Uh, it'll scrub ahead or back or whatever to end the video and find the right spot. You watch that and and quickly progress. Um, I just had a thought while you were talking. I know I keep derailing your. No, your notes fine. there but uh like i was just thinking how cool is it to have google with this gaming platform and all the potential that could come out of it one thing i've been asking for for a long time is like ways to be playing a game that i love passively mm-hmm. um like on my phone we talked about back in the day when we were big into guild wars like being able to do crafting on my phone while i'm away yeah and i just like had a random thought like augmented reality the way they could incorporate your games into like google glass while you're walking around town you know, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's so much potential there yeah. because it's Google and they're so well connected. Yeah. Yeah. The, they, they showed, uh, the, the connect, interconnectivity of the, like their servers and stuff and it's there literally everywhere, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, they started a first party studio. I got sidetracked from that point. Uh, Jade Raymond, who we all know is going to be the head, head of well, the first party studio. Bioware? No, she was with, well, she initially was with, um, uh, U- uh, Ubisoft. She was big uh, in the first assa- the early Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, but she she's w- known she w- for she went to EA for a little while. Gotcha. Um, that's okay. 
I don't remember which studio it was. They, I don't think they ever ended up coming out with anything. Um, but that, yeah, she's she's heading the the what's it called? Stadia Games and Entertainment is their first party development. Cool. Studio, so um, the big thing for me, uh, no set release date. Obviously, they said sometime this year it'll be U.S., Canada, uh, the U.K., and parts of Europe are going to be there. So, and it's this year you just said this year. Yep. Uh, probably eventually just about everywhere, anywhere you can get Google, I would assume. Uh, pricing is one thing they didn't get into. And that's the big one for me. Free, except we need your soul. <laughs> I, I mean, I would probably be willing to pay that price. <laughs> have it. If I, if I could have any game I wanted. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it'll. I don't know if like if this is going to be through the Google Play Store where you buy games there, or like I don't know how any of that's going to work. And that's that's big for me. Ownership is a big, a big thing. And we we talk a lot about ownership, you know, on this on this podcast and how that's kind of going by the wayside. There is times where it's okay for me to not own things. Um, I we talked about the um, Xbox Game Pass being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's fine if I don't own all those games. If I, a lot of them aren't, aren't games I was ever going to play anyway. Uh, more likely to try them. We don't know if we're, they're going to do a subscription service where you have access to a certain amount of games, and then you have to buy other ones. So any I number think, of ways it could go. Yeah, just based on how things are trending, um, I think that is logical. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe there's a different kind of pricing model in there that nobody's thought of yet that would make more sense. Yeah, and it's definitely something I would have to test out first. Like I said, if I could easily oh, yeah. game on my Chromebook, that would be so good. Because yeah. I don't like I don't I don't sit at my computer anymore. You know, I'm, I, when I play video games, it's it's on the Switch usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when the when the kids are occupied, or you know, when my wife and I are watching something at night, or if she's watching something that I'm not particularly interested in, I'll play the Switch. Like that's how I game nowadays. Yeah. So. You know who I thought uh, did a really good job of rolling out a product is uh, Microsoft's Game Pass mm-hmm. with so that you get 14 free days when you buy the system, mm-hmm. right? I had and then months. oh really? Yeah, I had 14 days, but or maybe I did have a month. I don't remember. Either way, I got a I got a free trial with the system, and then after that, they offer it to you for a month for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Just like okay, I'll put my credit card information just to get this, you know, one one dollar. And then the next offer is three months for fifteen dollars, uh-huh. and then after that it's full price. Right, and it just it absolutely worked. Like I took it hook, line, and sinker the yeah. whole way. Uh, it's just long enough to ease you into paying for it, and you know feel like you you can't live without it. Yeah, it's perfect. There's a, there's a lot of good games on there. There really yeah. is, and yeah. like you said, stuff that I might not necessarily buy. I got to try Crackdown Three on that. I never would have even spent a minute on it. It's you know right. not a bad game. It's just not not a good game either. Yeah. So. So yeah, that's that's Google Stadia. I'm sure I've missed some details, but uh, I, I got most of it. Uh, there's some some there's a lot of like because uh, it was a the game developers conference. There's a lot of like developer tools that they talked about um, stuff that I was interested in, but doesn't really apply to this podcast. So. So just so I'm clear, this is basic. This is its own platform, right? It's not like it's going to be like, oh, you can log into your Steam and play your Steam games, or you know, you I'm can. I'm hoping there is going to be some because I have a huge Steam library. I'm hoping there's going to be some sort of integration. I I would love it if they they like gave you like if you connected your Steam account to your Google account and they gave just automatically gave you all your Steam games. Like that would be amazing. I don't think they're going to do that, but that would that would so that would draw me in immediately. 
and that's i mean that's kind of what ge force now is is it's there's a selection of of steam games but if if you have them on steam you you're literally logging into ge force now and then they're virtually logging into your steam account so that they can play those games from their systems yeah and that works really well yeah they should do that because like i said i've got 470 games or whatever on steam yeah so that would be great if i could if i could play all those so yeah, that's uh, that's Stadia. Any other thoughts on that, Corey? No, I'm. I started to say, you know, I, uh, cloud gaming's come a really long way from OnLive, and OnLive holds a special place in my heart because uh, that came out at a time where I literally had ten dollars of fun money every week, and that was it. I was on such a fixed, tight budget, and that was just enough for me to um, subscribe to to enjoy a big selection of games. Did it run great? No. Like sometimes I couldn't even see what was on screen, but it, it was way ahead of its time. And uh, it's good to kind of see this stuff coming into the mainstream with a little more polish. Yeah. Uh, you know, see one of the big players too, taking it on and hopefully, you know, hopefully I, I don't necessarily think it'll be my main way of gaming. That seems to be the switch nowadays, but to, to supplement. Yeah. And it may, you know, if it's a good service, works well, as well as they say it, it's going to. Oh, another thing I meant forgot to mention, too, is a seamless transition from game between between the different things. So they showed a guy, you know, playing a thing on his Pixelbook, and then he picked up his phone and, you know, clicked on the thing and was immediately continued from there. And then mm-hmm. the next device and then onto the TV, like like the Switch, you know, you pick up, pick it up out of the dock and, and take it take it with you. That was that was pretty cool. So. I think one of two things is going to happen. They're either going to just set up some sort of partnership with the major players to get their games on there. Um, or it's just going to be its own genre of gaming. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm not sure which, but well, I, I, don't... I don't know. I just, it's the right play for them because of what's going on with uh, like YouTube TV, yeah, um, YouTube gaming and stuff like that and getting the streamers involved and um yeah, I think it's the right in for them, and I am curious what Amazon thinks of all of this. Yeah, it'll be interesting uh, at the very least, like you said, from from that perspective. Uh, the thing that interests me is I'm I'm to the point now where my computer is getting to be a bit long in the tooth. Uh, it doesn't run games as well as it used to. It's eight years old now or whatever. And my, yeah. I, I, my graphics card's my most recent piece, and that's four years old at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely not in the cards for me to upgrade my computer right now. Uh, as much as I would love to, but I don't play it enough to even justify that. Right. Um, so, for me, like if I can run games at top quality through the Google Stadia, I would love to do that. You know. Yeah. So. Yep. That was another thought. Uh, also, account stuff. I they didn't they didn't talk about um, one of the things that YouTube TV has an advantage over a lot of the other because we have youtube tv uh is the you can have up to six accounts on one one thing which is is great because you know my kids like to have their own stuff mm-hmm. um, so i don't know how that's going to work with game sharing and all that stuff that'll be interesting to see because um, you know we're game sharing on xbox and uh to lesser steam extent, steam yep steam is another one yep so yeah there's that okay uh, so that's Google Stadia. Uh, we'll talk about the Nintendo Nindies Direct that was uh, earlier this week. Was it Wednesday during the day, maybe, or Tuesday? I don't think I know anything about this. So Okay, yeah, there's some pretty good announcements here. So they started off by announcing Cuphead is going to be available on the Switch. 
that's amazing. Uh, I loved Cuphead. I probably won't buy it again. I'm well, who knows. I it's just so much easier to play stuff on the Switch. I might buy it again. Um, it's coming April eighteenth, twenty nineteen. So it's a good platform for it. Um, so is that Overland is coming in fall twenty nineteen? I don't know if you any know anything about that game, Corey. No. It's a survival strategy game. It reminded me a little bit of like XCOM, but with uh, almost inside like art style, mm-hmm. uh, isometric, little 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 square, and it's apparently big on choices. It's worth worth yeah. checking out. It's a very very interesting looking game. Uh, my friend Pedro Pedro is coming in June 2019. That's the developer digital one that just came out. Uh, looks wow. really cool. Yeah, I'm so I'm just so out of the loop. Like uh, you're friend, saying these games, I have my friend Pedro. Pedro looks awesome. Okay, uh, I keep saying Pedro because Pedro Pony from Peppa Pig. That's how, <laughs> it's, it's, that's how they say Pedro in, in the UK. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh, what am I gonna buy again? Uh, Jake's uh, Dan, Dan, oh yeah, you know you're right. I probably will buy Cuphead <laughs> again. So, so like I said, I I play the Switch. You know, I put. 50 hours into into uh Valkyria chronicles over the course of like two or three weeks yeah um so neocab is another one that's coming out uh that's a really cool uh, like adventure game um story-based adventure game kind of like uh you, you play a cab driver essentially uh and you're going around this like uh almost uh almost blade runner like city with the overbearing police force and experience a story through that that looks good uh, the Red Lantern is one that I'm very interested in. So it's a it's a story based game. Uh, I, I'm saying Life is Strange only because the voice actor that does it, Ashley Birch, is Chloe Price. Yeah, and that will always be Chloe for me. That will never change. Yep. So yep. as soon as she started, as soon as she started talking, I was like, oh, that's that's Chloe. But it's it's a really interesting game. It's about uh, uh, someone who takes on the Iditarod. Oh, dog sled races, and it's like okay. it looks like it's like a survival adventure story driven game. It looks really good, uh, very cool art style. So that's definitely one worth checking out. Do you remember that movie Iron Will? I remember the name. I don't remember. I don't think I've I've ever seen it. Man, that was a good movie about the I did a rod. Yep. Uh, Darkwood looked interesting. I don't. I can't recall what that was like now. Katana Zero, April 18th. Rad is the new Double Fine game that's coming out in summer 2019. That looks really cool. Uh, that one, you, you're, it's like a, it, it looked a little bit like um, uh, Bastion. Okay. Uh, it looked like it played like that a little bit, but you like mutate your own guy into all these different weird things. Huh. So that looked pretty cool. Creature in the Well coming out summer 2019. I don't remember that one. Blood Roots is coming out in summer 2019. Pine is coming out in August 2019. Super Crate Box, April 2019. Nuclear Throne was available when this thing uh, came out. Ultra Bugs is 2019. Swim Sanity, summer 19. Blaster Master Zero is available now. Stranger Things 3, the video game, is coming out the same day as the season 3. Oh my gosh. So. Uh, there's that and then cadence of hyrule is coming in spring of 19 so this is by crypt of the necrodancer uh but it's uh it's you play as link and zelda in it which is very cool yeah looks that looks very interesting so 
some good stuff there. Uh, definitely check out the Red Lantern, Corey, though. I think that's something you'll be very interested in. And again, it was it was voiced by by Chloe. I will definitely check it out. The Red Lantern. Yeah. Um, any little bits, Corey? I don't think so. Uh, no. I, there's no gaming news that I can think to talk about at the moment. Yeah. How was your week? Week's been good. We're house-sitting for the girlfriend's dad. They're in Aruba, and they left us with their two dogs, which has been kind of nice because it's just nice to have a house. Um yeah get out of our apartment that we're incredibly sick of at this point but we're not quite ready to buy a house um only because we're not sure how long we want to stay around here and just to go through that headache and also yeah and also like a lot of those first time home buyer programs require you to stay in your house a certain amount of time or they'll take your money back um i don't know it's it's kind of a icky situation and i don't know i just just sucks i just wish i was rich yeah like i said you know even though we just bought this house our our plan is three to five years and we're out of here skedaddle yeah yeah we were lucky because our house it appraised for quite a bit over what we paid for it so uh we're already pretty farther ahead than we thought yeah at that point so well, it's funny because Sophie used to never even entertain the idea of moving to anywhere but, like, a warm beach area, uh-huh. which I am absolutely not about. I hate the heat. Like, I do not function well in heat. I just get miserable and tired and slow and cranky. Um, I, my mood is better in the cold. I don't love the cold, but, like, I'm more comfortable in it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a northerner, I guess. But uh, just recently, she's been saying how, like, oh, you know, like maybe we should look at Maine and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. I had considered the, co- the coast of Maine for a while. Yeah, yeah, like Portland, definitely. No, once you have kids, you realize how much winter sucks. Because you got to put their any, shit on every day. <laughs> anytime you want to leave the house, it's coats, it's socks, it's shoes. <laughs> and you have to chase them around and you can never find socks and coats and shoes because they don't put them where they're supposed to it's a mess mm. so we want to move somewhere at least where uh sweatshirts are required in the winter maybe once in a while it gets really cold but yeah uh, we're, i mean like i said we're, we're we're thinking like north carolina tennessee for, ideally tennessee because we want to move mm-hmm. close to nashville since we're predators fans yeah, and I uh, after visiting Eric in Charlottesville, like I could see uh, Northern Virginia, something yeah. like that. Um, that still has seasons and isn't unbearable in the summer. But yeah, I don't know. I'm just I like longer cold seasons and just a short summer. <laughs> right. But I don't know. Oh, uh, you know what? For my week, I'll give a shout out to my uh, first friend. Well first friend that i'm still friends with let's put it that way uh who had a baby today so oh, congrats nice. to austin and Brittany. Austin. um right. yeah little lorenzo cool was uh was born today so congrats to him very cool all right uh for me i don't think i haven't too much to share about um i know we haven't done rookie camp in a couple weeks we are planning on doing it this sunday every sunday like one of our kids gets sick and we can't do it that's why we haven't done it in a couple weeks so I th- I'm hoping we're going to be in the clear at this point for for Sunday to get back into this every Sunday. Uh, well, you got lined up. Uh, you probably won't listen to this before, so I'm, we're going to do Skyrim. Uh, for, for oh, she doesn't know when you go in. No, I never tell her. Oh, that's cool. I yeah. didn't realize that. <laughs> unless it's unless it's like a new game, 
she she usually doesn't know. Like what like when Smash Brothers came out, that was you know we played it that week or a couple days later, I guess, from when when the game actually came out. So yeah, yeah, I love the rookie camp stuff. If uh, any listeners haven't checked it out, definitely yeah, it's fun. Definitely check it out. It's really entertaining. Yeah, uh, I'll she will play Souls, probably Dark Souls two at some point. I actually have a huge list of games um, for her to do so. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't think I have anything to talk about. Because, I mean, it was only a couple days. Well, we didn't do our weeks. But I never remember. If I don't write stuff down, I don't I don't remember what I what I did. I always try, like, before, back when I was doing this regularly, I always try and think, like, what is the most interesting thing I did this week? And if I don't have that thought, then I usually come up with nothing in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how I am. Uh, and I also try to keep it, because most of my days are spent cleaning same making food. <laughs> yeah. so i don't don't need to relate any of that yep uh so yeah let's get into what we played Corey. i know you mentioned last episode uh well episode 400 part one that you had played a lot of a lot of games recently so yeah let's, let's i've been that. all over the place um just trying to trying to find a groove um i wasn't able to really get into anthem Gram- granted i didn't give it its due um which sucks because you spend money on it and you want to you want to take yeah. it you know you don't want to throw your money away like that at least but, it was um, only 30 dollars though right and that's what like i would never i would never pay full price for anthem i would i probably wouldn't well i probably would pay play pay full price for sekiro just because yeah it's from software yeah. but uh there's a lot of games that we bought another one together didn't we Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Uh, yeah. I probably wouldn't have bought that if we weren't splitting it. Uh, it's it is a really nice. Can you call it a feature or a loophole? I don't really know. It's, it's a feature. It's definitely a feature. They uh, talk about it and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's it's purpose purposely supposed to be like that. Uh, the the people get into abusing it though. If you add too many accounts, you can get banned. Oh, okay. Uh, you're only supposed to one one other person. Gotcha. So. Okay. Yep, it's definitely um, a feature. Yeah, it's a, it's a good feature. But anyway, yeah, I played a lot of really awesome games lately. Um, Sunless Skies is one. I'll just list them off, and then if there's one that tickles your fancy, we can talk more about it. But Sunless Skies is one. I played Rhyme. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with Rhyme at all. Uh, also been playing Slay the Spire again, which I had played when it was in early access, but now it's in full release. Uh, and then yesterday, when I... Um, was looking forward to Sekiro. I played Ashen for a lot of yesterday. I think uh-huh. I put like five hours in it or something like that. Because um, I, I I did something I've never done before, and I worked a three-day work week. So I was off on Monday, although I worked all day Monday. And then I worked Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I was off all day again Thursday. Uh, but I was hungover because we did the pot, the 400th episode and uh, I had already had 30 hours on my timesheet already. So I wasn't worried about hitting my, my weekly allotment of hours. So I just sat around and tried to figure out what to play for a really long time and then settled into Ashen, which I actually really like. Yeah. I want to hear about Ashen and and Sunless Skies. Definitely. Yeah. So Ashen, if you're unfamiliar with, is it Xbox only? I think for now, I think it's supposed to maybe, no, you know what? I think it's on PC. Is it? I can check. Okay. I remember thinking that, like, oh, like, this is the one good exclusive that Xbox has. <laughs> well, a while back when I first read about it, but that might not be true. I don't know. Um, 
but it is it's it's dark souls light yeah and it's not shy about being a dark souls game i'm not sure who made it i haven't gotten that far into my research um again like i'm so far out of the loop with this stuff because it's been about a year since i've followed gaming news or podcasts or or anything we're we're already there we're already at a year away but um yeah it's it's definitely the light version of a souls game the characters don't have faces they just have like hair facial hair (laughs) and hair Uh uh-huh uh, which is kind of nice because it's like it doesn't you don't need to see their facial expressions anyway in a game like that because yeah, you're behind your character for the most part right yeah yeah and it's a much shorter game i think i think i've almost beaten it uh unless it does that thing where it just opens up into a whole new game kind of like um the uh shadows of mordor game did to me that i wasn't oh, yeah. expecting to happen when there was just like a whole other world and i was like oh my gosh okay yeah that's cool but uh, yeah, it's it's the same in a lot of ways in that you're collecting souls. Um, there's no leveling up that I've seen yet. It's just buying items and upgrading your equipment, which is kind of nice. But it, it's still enough uh, customization that you can kind of go in your own direction. You pick up a bunch of weapons and then you just pick which one you want uh, and then upgrade it from there. And if you decide you want a different one, then you just pick up a different one and upgrade it. And each weapon has a different set of, uh, abilities to it. Some are better at doing critical hits. Some are better at stunning your enemy. Um, but even some of the, the, uh, special items are very like dark souls ish. I don't know if other games have done this, but do you remember in the dark souls games, Dan, I don't know if any of your characters ever had it or if any of the enemies you had had it, but the like orbs that fly over your head that shoot, shoot yeah. at people yeah. yeah this game has that so it again it's not shy about being a a souls ripoff um but it is it is really good it's really addicting it has a really good mood and atmosphere um there's one aspect of it that i really like is that you're leveling up a town um which is something that kept me hooked on Dragon Age Inquisition because everything you do out in the world plays back into this town that you're building up which is something the Souls games haven't done. Well, I guess maybe kind of. Dark Souls 3. Right? Yeah. Because you're like bringing those merchants back. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like that. It's kind of like that, except you can actually see them building physical structures and the town growing and the village people populating and stuff like that. But um, I couldn't really explain any of the story that's going on. It's, uh, it's I don't want to call it convoluted, but I just don't really care. Okay. And I, I don't usually get like that, but sometimes I do. Um, and it's not that it's poorly done. I think the writing is really well done, and I feel like there's a interesting story there. Um, it's a little less cryptic than Dark Souls, which I appreciate because I have no idea what happened in the Dark Souls games. But that's not because I didn't care. It's because I just couldn't comprehend it, sure. which is common with me. Yeah. But uh, I highly, I highly recommend it. It, it. There is a little bit of jank. Like I noticed spear, people throwing spears at me, and it would just go through rocks and hit me, which is kind of frustrating yeah. in a game like that where you have to be really careful and not try not to get hit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely recommend it. And yeah, Idaho Jake points out in the chat that it's on Game, game Pass. Pass. So if you have Game Pass, give it a try. I, my first like hour of it, I would have quit if I had something else to play, only because I thought it was way too hard uh but once you kind of figure out the the rhythm of everything it's it's a little bit easier um it is currently only on xbox it's coming soon to pc i don't know about ps4 okay uh, it was developed by a44 
That sounds familiar, but I don't know what they've done in the past. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, highly recommend Ashen. I have it downloaded. It's on my yeah. it's on my Xbox. I'll probably go back to it at some point. Nice. Uh, oh, it's also cool because the I don't know if there's online multiplayer with other people, but they they have characters that show up and help you as if they were a player character. Okay. Um, even though they're non-player characters, the way they just kind of seamlessly show up and then start following you around and helping you. It feels like a random player online. Nice. Beardless says it's on the Epic Store. Okay. Um, yeah, that's Ashen. Uh, Sunless Skies. I was interested in this only because I played a little Sunless Sea and absolutely fell in love with it, but just could not get anywhere. It was way yeah. <laughs> too hard. And one of the uh, selling points for me for, for Sunless Skies, the follow-up, is that it was more accessible to beginners, uh-huh. which is very true. Um, if you don't know what the Sunless games are, they are a very atmospheric, uh, well-written, polished, would you call them strategy games? Yeah, I think so. I think there's a there's like a subgenre for them, like, um, I forget the name of it, but you're essentially picking up resources in one port and selling them in another port for uh, profit. Uh-huh. So the setup for this game is you start off in this city called New Winchester. Uh, you're, I forget, your, you choose your backstory, and I chose my backstory as an old sailor from the Sunless Z, which is the Sunless Sea. Uh-huh. They, use, and they use Zs in Sunless, uh, Sunless Seas instead of Ss most of the time. So that was my character's legacy, and you choose your ambition. So for my character, I chose my ambition was wealth. Uh, So then it customizes the game towards a wealth goal for me. So at least in the first sort of sector, and I haven't quite figured out if it just takes place in the sky or if I'm in outer space, it doesn't really make sense. But it is it's sort of like if if the um, what's the word I'm looking for, like industrial era. Um, Like steampunk. It's not quite steampunk. It's more like dirty 1800s London, which I guess you could call steampunk. But it, it, I don't know. It just it's well, I guess it's more British than yeah, Japanese I was steampunk. Say, steampunk is more that's more um, like science fiction. Yeah, science fictiony too. It's less that. It's it's more just like yeah, like it's like what uh, Bioshock Pink. did, oh. except for like that period and of. England. Gotcha. Fallen London setting, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's based on uh, pen and paper RPG, the the whole universe. I don't really understand how all that works. I'm not going to pretend to. Um, Beardless says you are in space, too. You're in space. Okay. Yeah, well, it doesn't really feel like it because you're, like, riding around and there's people's homesteads just, like, sitting on these islands. And it's like, well, that's kind of weird. I don't know. It's It's like A lot of it it doesn't make... Yeah. A lot of it doesn't make sense metaphysically, but it doesn't really matter because you're just you're so taken over by the style of the game and just the creativity that goes into it. Like one of the resources you transport are called hours, like time. You're transporting time. Essentially, Mm -hmm. there are places that need time. It's just stuff like that. That's it's kind of out there, but it's pretty cool when it all comes together. Um, I haven't been able to leave the first area, but that first area has given me like 10 hours worth of gameplay easily. And there's a lot more to do. 
Um, there's quests. It's not just delivering resources. And the quests are things like, you know, pick up a passenger here and escort them there. And it can be really dangerous getting from to and fro because you're also um, like a Banner Saga style game. You're managing resources so that you can stay alive. It's only fuel and supplies, but they can go really quick. And if you have a mishap, they go even quicker. And one of my favorite anecdotes about the game is that I was trying to get back to the main city of, of New Winchester in this area. And I was really far out. And I only had a very tiny bit of health. And I would keep trying to get to New Winchester. And I'd keep getting attacked. And one shot would kill me. And I'd have to reset back at the the port that I was in. I think it was called Port Prosper. And uh, I finally figured out the path to go to get back to New Winchester where I wouldn't get attacked. And so I did it. And the first time I finally got to New Winchester, I was just pulling into the dock and I just bumped the side of it enough to wreck my whole hull. Oh, and I man. destroyed my ship and I had to go all the way back. But the worst part about it is that I made it back again and did the exact same thing oh. again, which I would have normally I would have just thrown up my hands and quit. But um, I, I like Sunless Seas enough that I just I want to see it through. Yeah. Uh, so I'm committed to it, even though it can be a little frustrating at times. But it is much, much easier than Sunless Sea. And I also like that if you die, you can send um, some of your items, I guess it depends on how you die, to a new captain to carry on your legacy. So there's a little bit of consistency there. That's but cool. um, it's just super fascinating game. Like there's this one, there's this one port that I go to that they only accept me if I bring them gossip. So I have to collect gossip <laughs> from around these places and bring it to them. So they'll allow me to hang out in their town and complete nice. my quests and stuff like that. It's yeah, it's really cool. Okay. Uh, what was the other one? Rhyme. I don't have much to say about Rhyme only because I only played it for like an hour, but for a atmospheric walk you can't really call it a walking simulator that's not fair there is some puzzle elements um but it's there's like a trend in these games that i'm playing they're all very highly stylized but uh it's nice it's it's nice to have something nice to look at like that though yeah and i feel like that's all that's getting me through games anymore yeah and it doesn't have to be like yeah it doesn't have to be great graphics it just has to have a consistent and really good art style uh, I don't need photorealistic, although like Red Dead Redemption, that was was the appeal. Yeah. Uh, but all these other games, I mean, they're not photorealistic. They just have they're just dripping with with style. Yeah. And uh, that's just been something that's really working for me lately. Is there one other one? Yeah, you did. Say, uh, the one oh, Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. I was going to say the one that's coming coming to Switch soon. Yeah. And so that's, where, oh, I should I, also that's say... where I will play it. When it comes out on the Switch, I will play it on that, definitely. It, it's perfect for it. Yeah. Uh, but I should also add that all of these games I'm talking about are very well-reviewed. That's yeah. sort of just how I consume games now, is I don't really have time to figure it out on my own. I kind of just look at the review scores and go from there. Um, so Slay the Spire is actually on Open Critics Hall of Fame. I think it's 2019 Hall of Fame for second highest rated game of the year oh, wow. so far, uh, which is really impressive. It has like a 96 or something like that. It's... It's so good and so addictive. If you like card battlers, but it's single player, so you're not you don't have to deal with people who have studied the meta 
religiously and are going to whoop you and spam emotes at you the whole time, <laughs> which is nice. But the way it works is it's dungeon runs and there's levels. Um, there's three acts with a bunch of levels within those acts. And you're basically just moving from node to node. And each node is something different. There's mini bot battles, which is just like your everyday battle. Uh, there's a merchant where you can buy new cards for your deck. Your deck is basically your set of abilities. Uh, you can buy relics that give you special abilities. And then there are mini boss battles, which give you much better rewards than the normal battles. Uh, and then at the end, there's epic boss battles. So by the time you get to the end of an act, you have to do this really tough, tough fight. Uh, there's also, a, that's like the basic mode. There's also an online mode, or not online mode, um, a daily mode. I forget what they call it. Daily challenge. And it does some weird things with your character. Like I did one, I used the stealth character. And in that one, they give you what was it? It gave you a relic after every node. So by the end of the game, you just had like 50 different relics and you're super overpowered. And I think it was meant to be like a speed run, but I never figured out what my time was or anything like that. I haven't really figured that part of it out. Um, but I just, I'm just so addicted to that game. And I, I've, I recommended it to all of you guys. Yeah. I think all of you guys would like it. I think it's, it's a very good game. Um, and I would be hard pressed to find somebody that, a type of person that I think wouldn't like it, but it's, it's all like, it's all strategic because you're picking cards to build your deck as you go, but you want to pick something that fits into the deck that you already have. So yeah, it's really cool. I'm going to see if I can find a switch release date. Uh, let's the Spire switch. I have been playing it on my laptop in tablet mode. Uh, cause I have the two in ones. Oh yeah. Which is, super convenient just slide the cards around it's a really fun game Uh, i kind of wish there was a little more to it though like a little more uh consistent i guess that's not the right word but growth between between run-throughs people are saying march so could be any time now nice yes wonder what the price point will be oh what is it what what did it cost on steam I think when I bought it in early access, it was only 15 bucks. Yeah. I don't know what it is now. So they're all that. And I like I only bought it in early access. And I think this is the only time I've done this, but because I was watching um, a Twitch video of somebody playing it, and I was like, oh, that looks like something I might enjoy. Nice. <laughs> so I bought it, and I really, really like it. So, okay. yeah, it's another good one. Uh, do you want to talk about Sekiro? Yeah. Sekiro? Sekiro? Sekiro. 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 Yeah, because uh, I played maybe about two hours this morning, and I know you played a little bit. So we're going to have an episode. Uh, it probably won't be next week, but maybe the week after. I do want to do a full episode on it, give you the full rundown. But go ahead and share your thoughts on Sekiro first, Corey. So, yeah, so I mentioned already I kind of had a rough outing last night when I tried to play it. Just uh, I actually I didn't immediately get sick, but maybe within like five minutes um, I got sick. Which was kind of a bummer because I like there's nothing you can do in that situation. You can try to power through it, but in my experience, you just get worse to the point where you are sick for the whole day, which has happened before. Uh, but um, by, yeah, so it was a really bad first experience. I played a little bit more today, but today when I booted it up, it was immediate. As soon as I got my character in game, like I just looked at the screen. I was like, holy crap. I don't know what's going on, but something 
something there is really bothering me. I did turn the camera sensitivity all the way down, so that helped a little bit. Uh, but I read this tip online that you basically just need to train your brain to to not be bothered by it. And the way you do that is by playing until you feel a little bit bothered by it and then just getting up and walking around till that subsides and then sitting down and doing it over and over and over again. So I did that about four times before I kind of was okay with playing, uh, which is good. Maybe it, maybe it's fixed. I don't know. And so I probably played another hour today. Uh, it, if you weren't playing it, if you were just looking at it, like looking at stills of it, it looks like a souls game oh, for yeah, sure, definitely. but it's so different. It's very different. Um, some of the like the character animations and stuff like that that all looks like it came from Dark Souls Bloodborne. Yeah. But uh the gameplay itself is massively different. It's very vertical. Your mobility is massively increased like there's a grappling hook. Could you yeah. imagine there being a grappling hook in Dark Souls? Yeah. yeah, the verticality of it definitely is what at least at this point early in the game is what separates it from from the other Souls games for me. Uh, but also, like, I feel like you have to hang in there in the fights a little bit more because a lot of the way you do your damage, you have to break the other other character, the characters you're fighting, you have to break their posture. Yeah. So you have to hang in there for battles. You can't back, 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 you know, circle around and then tr- get your hits in that way. Like, you have to you have to stand in the fight and be, and be involved in the fight. It's a little oh, more I... action-y that way. Yeah, and I was just going to say, Dan, I never hit anybody in Dark Souls. I just try to find the jank so they'd fall off a ledge or something. <laughs> <laughs> that works too, yeah. There was always that sort of thing. Yeah. Or or bringing someone in to help you. Right, right, yeah, you know. definitely. I never killed a boss on my own. Yeah, um, yeah but I, I can't really... Maybe you could do a better job of describing the setup, but it, it seems like you're trying to save your master, your old master. Yeah, the, the so it's... It, Apparently you're you're a defender of some royal bloodline and that person gets kidnapped and you're going out to save them. That's what I that's what I've okay. gathered so far. I was having audio issues with my Xbox actually this morning because I wasn't playing on the TV. We have a all-in-one computer that's upstairs that I ran mm-hmm. an HDMI cable to and I wasn't getting any audio. Uh, so I missed that first part. Finally I figured out because I wasn't getting any audio on my with the controller headphone jack either. And finally I figured out I had changed the mixer settings so that it was all vocals and no uh no game uh, coming through the controller so i after i had like an hour of tinkering with that i finally fixed it and I, I had already gotten a little bit into the game but that's that's what i gather is happening with mm-hmm. the story so yeah i mean other than that it's uh i don't have much more to say i don't There's what, a, what were your thoughts i loved it i think yeah. it's fantastic so far uh i like that I feel like there's a little more strategy involved with it too, uh, because there is mm-hmm. some stealth elements in it. So when you're surveying where you have to go, um, not only are you surveying like what the enemies are and where you're going to attack from and stuff, but you know, there's, there's height so you can get a better view of things that are around. There's, like I said, there's stealth so you can sneak up on stuff and, and kill it without having to like actually fight it. Yeah. Uh, so you're also looking for, for that sort of stuff too. Um, it's, it's, pretty difficult so far i've heard people say it's easier than dark souls i've heard p- people say it's harder i don't know yet um probably depends on your play style probably depends on your play style i agree um I, it doesn't seem like there's a way to summon help in this one like there is the other games so uh, i think you're all on your own for this one so maybe that's also, why people thought it was harder i also read that there's no way to get your stuff back when you die well there may be but it's right. not 
right early on anyway yeah yeah you die and you lose you lose money and you lose some of your experience half so yeah you lose half of your progress towards the next level yep but they also give you a resurrect but i guess one one resurrect you can't and if you use that too often you what did i i actually i i did something i don't like to do and that's i looked up tips tips yeah Um, beginner tips yeah beginner tips and it said something along the lines of if you use it too much, you can change the way non-player characters interact with you. Oh, really? I didn't. You get like a sickness or something. Okay, that's cool. I didn't know that, but. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so far I, re- I really I dig it, and I can't wait to go go play it some more. Yeah, I, it's speaking of games with style, it's beautiful. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, think Dark Souls, but. Uh ancient magical feudal japan is dynasty that. warriors yeah yeah well dynasty war that's that's china but yeah but for us westerners it's sure. all the same <laughs> I, I guess <laughs> it's not really that no. i shouldn't have said that but no it, they're definitely different but i mean you you know what i'm saying yeah 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 uh it makes me interested in that um that playstation game that's coming out that's also kind of set in the same kind of time period whose name ghosts of tsushima Sushi, ghosts of tsushima Tsushima. That's right. I forgot about I that game. Who's doing that? Uh, it's one of the Sony first-party okay. developers, I think. Uh, but that bumps. I don't have any way of playing that, but it makes me want to play that. But yeah, I really like it. As I said, we'll have an episode on it, and not next week, but maybe the week after, once we get some, some more time with it. I'm excited to hear Will's thoughts, too, because he's been very anti-Souls games, so... Yeah. And he seems interested in this, so I hope he plays it and enjoys it. Yeah, because I mean, it, like you said, it's definitely more actiony too. It's 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 faster than than the yeah. other Souls games. So yeah, uh, we'll we'll see. Um, so I played that. I also beat Starlink today. Oh hey, thank you. So got another Switch Switch game beaten. Uh, I enjoyed Starlink. There was some really annoying platforming parts that just did not fit in the rest of the game. And they're frustrating because you're platforming with a spaceship, and it just doesn't work. Wow. Um, so that was frustrating. Luckily, there was only two, maybe three of those, um, but they were they were obnoxious and, and didn't seem like they fit. But it's interesting the way that game takes elements from other games. Um, so, and I don't think I would have liked it if it wasn't, if I wasn't, I wouldn't have liked it as much if I wasn't playing as Star Fox, mm-hmm. at, you know, with, with Peppy and Slippy and, and Falco. Yeah, uh, as your as your wingmates, um, it's definitely definitely better on the Nintendo Switch with those with those characters. Um, I also got to the point where I didn't want to do like liberate all the all the forts and get all the the mining camps. Um, I kind of I kind of breezed through the through the end of the game just to just to finish. I still have a couple quests I've got to finish. I've got to finish the Star Fox storyline. Uh, but I'll, I'll do that at, at some point. But yeah, I mean, I like the game. It, it, oh, incorporates the the ending feels a little bit Mass Effect type of. Uh, I would say Mass Effect really? two. It's a little bit, little bit like that um, with the way the way the story works and stuff. So, uh, but it's interesting. It's it it was twenty. It, I bought it for like twenty four dollars. It was definitely worth that. I got some cool collectibles. My son just started playing it the other day too, and he really likes it so far. Um, so plays really well on the switch it looks a lot better in dock mode than it does handheld it runs mm-hmm. and stuff so uh but i don't seem to mind bad frame rates as much on the little switch screen as i do on a big screen yeah so 
yeah uh that was that was good and i think that's all i have for what i played so i'm not sure what my next switch game is going to be quite yet I th- i'm thinking about buying gris yeah i've been thinking about that for a while yeah. but i've also got a few games i've got to finish too so i might do do that instead what about if have you heard anything about my time at porsche I am slightly familiar with it. It's supposed to be it's, pretty good. It's, it's like a farming, farming sim. Yeah. I mean, I, I have, like, my Switch wish list is, like, 30 games. So <laughs> it's nothing like my Steam one, but I'm more likely oh, to buy them on the Switch. That's another, um, just briefly, another game that I played on the Switch. Eric recommended it to me because I love puzzle games is Baba and You. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pretty clever puzzle mechanic. Uh it's like one screen puzzle and you got to get the flag. You got to touch the flag is usually the goal, but the goal changes because you're taking, it's like, like basic programming almost. It's like you're taking your avatar moves around boxes to change the rules of the level. So there'll be a box that says Baba and then another box that says is, and then another box that says you. And then if you push the Baba box out of the way, you die because then, nothing is you you're 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 dead but if you push the baba box and replace it with a flag and it says flag is you then you become the flag and then there's other things like there's things like uh what's another one wall is stop and then (laughs) you could push the wall out of the way so then walls won't stop you anymore replace it with something else you see what I'm saying? Yeah, There's just oh, yeah. so many different combinations of things that you can do awesome. uh, to to achieve the goal. It is a really clever idea. Uh, only given that about a half an hour, but really like what I played so far there. Nice. Okay. It, it is nice because I feel like because of my not participating in the podcast, I'm only playing things that I'm really interested in and really and continue to play only the things I really like. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what afforded me six months worth of red dead uh-huh. um and i never would have done that before that's what i've got to get back to it's yeah it's just, playing on the xbox is, is it's not easy so right it's it, nice it's gotta I, I, you can stream it to computers now so i've got to get that actually set up maybe with the yeah i want to try that out that'd be cool it's you, all done through windows 10 is it like the xbox app or yeah. something yep okay i still have yet to try that out so all right Let's get feedback called up. Uh, and once again, apologies we didn't get to this on the uh, the the big episode we had a few days a few days ago. You can blame um, me. Well, I don't think any of us wanted to keep going. It was I was just the one that spoke. Tired and tired and drunk. <laughs> uh, okay, so the first is from Tate, who says, "Hey, dudes." Hope you're all doing well this week. Uh, In the middle of writing a 10-page research paper for my master's, so I'm keeping this brief. My top 10 games. Um, Let's see. Okay, so I think I'll I'll start at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number 10, Stardew Valley. Uh, Number 9, Mass Effect. Number 8, Monster Hunter World. Number 7, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Uh, 6, Mass Effect 2. 5, Skyrim. Uh, 4, Halo 3. Three Halo Combat Evolved, two Witcher Three with DLC, and one NCAA fourteen. <laughs> uh, and they list list the games he wants from last week and then a few weeks ago. 
Uh, so I will send those out while this episode's compressing. So it's a good list of that NBA 2K14 kind of throws you off, though. Oh, uh, NCAA 14. NCAA, I'm sorry. Footy, football. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure there's a really good reason for it, but <laughs> I'd be curious to know what it is. Uh, well, I know he said, I think he said a couple weeks ago in a feedback, that's just the game he goes back to all the time. Uh, if, if he doesn't have anything he wants to play or doesn't want to, you know, sink time into something new, like, that's the game he'll go back and play. So A sports game from five years ago. Yeah. Well, I'm not I, judging. I, I find it humorous because I do weird stuff like that too. But yeah. well, I mean, because people still play like uh, the Tecmo Super Bowl with updated yeah. rosters. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's fantastic. It's because those games are so good. Like the yeah. sports games nowadays don't compare to those. NFL no. 2K5. It, uh, was it? Yeah, it was ESPN. NFL 2K5. That, like, that's mm-hmm. the best football game I've played in a very long time. Yeah. Uh, from I know Jake says, "Hey guys, again, congrats on 400. Raise a beer for another 400." Uh, my first episode was Skyrim, and I haven't looked back. But my favorite episodes are you guys talking about shitting yourselves, and I can't wait for Will to hit his thirties and talk about his first adult shit my pants story on the show. I've been playing Breath of the Wild uh, so far. I'm enjoying it, but I only have about two hours in it. The only thing I don't like is I can't repair a weapon with a weapon like in Fallout Three. Uh, some crazy news. My oldest is training for Poland in two weeks with the Army, uh, so I get to get international call and text on his phone. He's not even 20 and is seeing the world because he flew into Berlin, Germany, and then uh, drove to Poland. Well, that's it for me, so have a great night. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, first of all, I mean, thanks for being such a loyal listener for so long. That's yeah. really awesome. Skyrim was episode, like, 14. 13? Yeah, something like that. That is really awesome, and I mean, he's always been good about feedback and oh, everything. Absolutely. So it's 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 really been a pleasure to have you as part of our little community. Yep. Um, and it's funny to hear about his kid, like being twenty or whatever, because yeah. I remember when we were he was making fun of him, like yeah. in our not making fun of him, but having a yeah, laugh well, yeah, at yeah. teenagers' expense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's really funny. But uh, oh shoot, I had a game-related thought there too. Breath of the Wild. Uh, I don't remember. Shitting your pants stories? Yes, that's what it was. So is that like a thing when you hit 30 in your th- 30s is when you shit your pants as an adult? It's more likely to happen at that point. Remember, Don't you remember uh, our former co-worker saying once you once you hit 30, never to trust a fart? Never trust a fart. Yeah. I didn't know there was that age set in there. I don't, know who, I don't know who set the cutoff because I've always but... kind of been wary of farts. Yeah. But it's just... It's weird, like, when you get to be older, you just, you have no idea that it's not, that you're, you know, full of poop. And it so, I mean, it, this is apropos, because it was just last week that I actually shit my pants yeah. as a grown man. <laughs> I was sick, so yeah. I have a kind of an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> I, it just tickled me when he said, like, oh, when you're 30, yep. shit your pants like an adult, but... Uh, no, I was actually on my way to the bathroom, and I trusted a fart that I should not have trusted. Yeah. Let's just leave it at that. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I can't, believe I, I can't believe I just broadcasted that, but okay. whatever. I don't care. It happens to us all. <laughs> uh, and, and that's cool about your son. Uh, we yeah, have, congrats. We have, we have family that's from Poland, so uh, that's the old country for us, so that's that's very cool. Um, 
So the next is from Tito. Tito's top 10 list. Uh, number 10, Psychonauts. Number 9, uh, ES ESPN NFL 2K5. Uh, down from number 8, he said. Um, number 8, Red wow. Dead Redemption 2, which replaced Rival Schools at number 9 from last time. Number 7, Inside. Uh, number 6, Bioshock. Number 5, Horizon Zero Dawn. Number 4, Final Fantasy Seven. Number 3, The Last of Us. Number 2, Shadow of the Colossus. And number 1, Rocket League. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, only one change, Red Dead Redemption 2 replaces Rival Schools, and ESPN NFL 2K5 goes down to number 9. I recommend everyone check out the Google Stadia presentation. Pretty cool stuff down the road for gaming industry. Stuff that can make Ready Player One a reality in terms of large numbers of players and the thousands playing together. And 8K gaming at high frame, rate, high frame rates. Nice. Um, what was the one game? Tito, my brain, I'm sorry. Like, after not doing this podcast, I just feel like I can't put together a coherent thought. <laughs> um, he had a game on there that I wanted to talk about on his list came oh horizon zero dawn uh -huh. that game is one of those games that just keeps popping up in my head uh -huh. and i want to go back and play it again and beat it uh -huh. i just adore that game and i just never got a chance to to see it through yeah did that win game of the year of the year it came out no no that came out uh it was two years ago two years ago what did we pick i don't remember uh i picked final fantasy I picked Breath of the Wild that year. Hmm. Final Fantasy 15. It was probably Final Fantasy 15. I think that's what won. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested in the Google Stadia stuff. Really hope it works out because that would, that would make me not have to spend money on a, on a new computer, which I don't want to do. So. Uh, Jake has feedback too, but I'll read one. We got one on Twitter. Someone sent us a top ten list on Twitter that I'll nice I'll call up first. I like people's top ten lists. I do. I too. feel like I could, I like psychoanalyzing them based on their lists. Like, hmm, what sort of games do they like? Yeah. All right. So this is from uh, at Matt Plays OW on Twitter. So his games are uh, number ten, The Last of Us. Number nine, Pikmin. Number eight, Spelunky. Number seven, Horizon Zero Dawn. Six, Super Smash Brothers Melee. Five, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Four, Gears of War three. Three, Overwatch. Two, Gears of War two. Number one, Super Mario Sunshine. Sunshine pick, Sunshine. huh? Yeah, I actually, I actually tweeted him. I was like, I love the Super Mario Sunshine is number one. That's number awesome. one, yeah. Who do we know this person? Is, are they a normal listener, regular uh, listener? I should say. I don't. I don't. Or are know. we unsure? I, We're unsure. I'm unsure. Um, o O W stands for Overwatch. Um, I don't know if it's someone like, because a lot of some people I don't know what their Twitch handles are and their right, like, right, right. There's you know there's a few that regularly chime in that I know. So I was gonna say this person is probably a very happy person to have Mario Sunshine as their Mario, favorite game yeah, of all yeah, time. Exactly, yeah, that's a very happy game. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So thank you for that, Matt Plays OW on Twitter. 
Uh, next is from Idaho Jake, who says, Hey guys, I forgot my last email. I bought two more Joy-Cons at Mario Party, and it was a great game to play with my kids. I also bought Final Fantasy XV Royal Pack for $15. Includes the game and all the DLC. Score. So, yeah, you got to have that extra set of Joy-Cons if you have kids. Because I also yeah. have an extra set of Joy-Cons, and, and my son's Switch came with, obviously, Joy-Cons too. So we have three full sets of Joy-Cons. How much are they to buy separately? Uh, I think I got them on sale for like sixty-eight. They're oh, okay. normally they're normally eighty, but if you if you find a deal like like I said, I got them for sixty-eight. I think. So, uh, Jake cool. says he needs more time for his top ten. I understand. It's it's really hard to compile. Uh, you know all the games you played, and like you feel bad about leaving some of them out or removing some of them from your list. Yeah. I used to really stress over these lists, but it got to the point where you just sort of realize that they can really change depending on your mood day to day. Yep, absolutely. So you just kind of got to go with what you're feeling in the moment. And yeah, I mean, generally, I would say like my top five is pretty rock solid, and then yeah, all the others it it like depends on like you said, like you said, what kind of mood you're in. So, all right, I will do the game giveaway. Fun times. We gotta refresh the games library. There's yeah. still good games in there. There is right? still plenty of good games in there, yeah. But I just I don't know. I've gotta trim it down because I haven't been filling in blank spots. But also I haven't been buying games like I used to. Mm. I haven't been playing computer games like I used to, so where's my random number generator? What's okay, here it is. All right, so we had uh, Tate, Jake, Tito, and Matt plays OW. So we have four from one to four. And the the winner is one, which is Tate. Tate. Winner again. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. So number one to 150. Uh, let's see here. Um, Dan, what do you style your hair with? Uh, I don't know. My wife bought stuff. It's like a, it's like a paste paste that you put in your hands. Yeah. And I just do like one of these. Is it like a shaping cream? Yeah, I think so. Looks good. Um, sometimes I don't need to do that. Like it kind of stands up on its own anyway. You're um, lucky. But the, the way it cuts, like if it flops over to the side, it looks scraggly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I, I mean, it is a little scraggly because I cut it myself too. So it's a good sharp look for you. Thanks. Uh, so the first one is Steam World Heist. That's a really good pick right there. Love that game. Uh, one twelve is. Risk of Rain, which he already picked. So I'll, I'll re-roll that one because he's already getting that. It's 37. Is Slime Sand. I play that. Oh, I played Slime Rancher. I've been meaning to play Slime Rancher. 38 is the next one. Is Tumblestone. That is... I don't know. I think I played that. Nope, I'm thinking of a different game. 142... It's almost not familiar. Broken Sword Director's Cut. Oh. 
last one is five, which is the secret world. No, I'm gonna reroll that one. That game is, I think, closed. One twenty-nine. Jody then humble the movie. Oh, that's a good one too. Uh, I was gonna say humble better reimburse me then, if I still have a game code for a game that's not. Yeah, well, I mean, it might be free to play too. Who knows? Tumblestone, Xbox One puzzle video game. But it's also on PC. Your choices are SteamWorld Heist. Uh, That would be my pick, probably. Uh, Slime Sand, Tumblestone, uh, Broken Sword, Director's Cut, and Joe Danger 2, the movie. Yeah, speaking of Speaking of games that were really well reviewed, SteamWorld Heist, I think, was in the '90s on yeah, Metacritic. Open I, Critic. Have, I have that on computer, but again, it's hard to play stuff on computer. It's on the Switch, but I just haven't bought it again yet. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Uh, hey, obviously, chill. Unfortunately, you joined us right before we're ready to end the episode this week. Right, is <laughs> sign off is about to happen. Hey, before we do that, Dan, mm-hmm. Division Two. Are you getting any more interested in that? Yes and no. Uh, Again, it's something I have to play on the computer. Yeah. Which is difficult at this point. Um, I'm I'm interested in it because from what I gather, it's the best like looter shooter that's come out. Yeah. Since like Borderlands. That's what Um, I'm hearing too. So. uh, Yeah, I I'll probably get it in like the summer. Right. Okay. It won't be now, um, but I probably will get it in the summer because I'm just not going to get it if I don't have anybody to play with, you know. The problem, too, is, like, I would want to get it on PC. Everyone else would play on Xbox. Because I'm pretty sure Will is interested in getting it. That's true. Uh, so that would probably be your route to go. I, I won't be able to play it on Xbox. I, I just don't have fun playing shooters with a controller. It just sucks for me. Fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I would talk to them first and see. Because see, I'm sure Eric would play it, too, if him, like him and Will split it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, But I am okay. interested in that. Uh, next week, I'm not sure what we're going to do as far as an episode goes. We do have a secure a Sekiro uh, episode in the works for probably the week after next week, maybe maybe two weeks from now, or three weeks from now, I guess. Uh, and then I don't know what April looks like as far as game releases. I'm going to have to get Yoshi's Crafted World, which comes out at the end of this month. Uh, I don't know if we'll do an episode on that or not, but yeah. Either what way, is... I'm not sure. Like I said, I'm not sure what the, the releases look like in, in uh, April. Um, we'll have an episode for you probably Thursday, but maybe Wednesday. Uh, I'll keep people posted on our social media on if we're going to change the day or not. It all depends on Will's, Will's new schedule. So I also plan on hopefully streaming more. I wanted to wait till episode 400 before I start my next video series. But I hope to start pretty soon. What do you got, Corey? For coming out? Yeah. Uh, Rage 2 comes out May 14th. That's one I want to get, but it's not coming to Steam. No. Um, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Yep. Oh, that's the thought I had. I think all this stuff going on with Epic, the Epic Game Store. Yeah. I think it's collusion. I really do. Oh, really? Yep. So who's colluding with who? Uh publishers to take down steam oh really? or at least or at least create a competitive market okay yeah maybe i mean because they're all kind of doing it at once you know like now's our chance 
We're in this together. I don't know. Just a thought. Yeah, interesting. And I think I think that well, maybe not. I, I'm. I think now I'm just making things up, but it's just a hunch that I have that there's a lot of collusion going on. It could very well be because I yeah. know a lot of um, a lot of developers or publishers or whatever weren't happy with the amount of money Steam takes from every every sale. So, I mean, I, and I'm all for competition, but like I'm not going to buy games on the Epic Game Store. So. Um, I'm gonna wait till it comes out on Steam, or you know what? If Google Stadia ends up being a good service, I might get get it there. I just like to have my stuff in one spot. Right. Uh, Beardless says the Division Two really feels like a summer game. Play it wearing some shorts and tank top, maybe even some shitty sunglasses if you want to get wild. So there you go. Like if we play it, it'll probably be in summer. Um, I've been known to play video games with sunglasses on before. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't. Look. What, uh, what game was it that, that they recently announced was only going to the Epic Game Store? Recently, I can't remember, but yeah, that was, was what triggered my thought. And, and there was the one, games. the one that they were adding Steam achievements to, like a few hours before they announced it would be on Epic. It was moving to Epic only. Metro. No, I don't think it was Metro. Maybe. I mean, Metro was the one they they did pre-sales and stuff on Steam. And those that got the pre-sale could keep it and still play it on Steam. But any new, like I couldn't buy it on Steam. At least Outer Worlds. Thank you, Beerus. Yep. That's the one because that's a game I'm really interested in. Of course, I either have to, unless you know what, if Microsoft they've been talking about adding keyboard and mouse support to the Xbox. If they do that, I'm I'm, I'm okay with buying those games on on Xbox. But they haven't they haven't made too good on that promise so far. Hmm. We shall see. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Anything else, Corey? No. All right. That'll do it for part two of episode 400 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Corey. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four. <laughs>